This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Hello and welcome to Reality Check. Today is Monday the 30th of January 2017 and I'm your host, Tony Pittman. This is episode 74 of Reality Check here on Joy 94.9. Reality Check is a show designed to give you a healthy dose of reality. And we do that by promoting the art of critical thinking and skeptical analysis. Each show, we bring you a roundup of LGBT news, followed by an in-depth analysis of an issue related to the paranormal or the pseudoscientific. And finally, we wrap up each show with a movie review. On today's show, after our LGBT News Roundup, being our first show of the year, it's our traditional annual Psychic Predictions show. We check out what amazing things the world's greatest psychics are predicting for 2017. And we make a few astounding predictions of our own. Plus, we check out how everybody went in their predictions for 2016. Then in our movie review, we'll have a look at the new gay-themed film that's creating a lot of buzz at the Oscars and around the world, Moonlight. So for all that and more, stay tuned to Reality Check on Joy 94.9. Alright, let's get into our LGBT News Roundup for the period since our last episode of Reality Check back on the 9th of December. So that's almost two months ago. And let's start, as usual, with marriage news. And once again, the place where marriage equality continues to be making headlines is Taiwan. The marriage equality bill is progressing through the legislature there, while at the same time street protests, both for and against, are continuing to take place. But it seems that for the moment the pro-equality side is winning the debate both in public opinion and amongst the politicians. So things are looking hopeful. The most recent development is that the marriage equality bill went to a legislative committee on December 26th and fortunately was approved by that committee, meaning that it now goes for a full vote in the legislature, which should happen in about April or May. And so, if everything goes according to plan, Taiwan will become the first country in Asia to achieve marriage equality. It'll all be decided in the next few months, so fingers crossed for a good result. And actually, in terms of marriage news, well, Taiwan is pretty much the only place that's seen any real developments over these last few weeks. The rest of the world has been pretty quiet, including, of course, Australia, which continues its seemingly endless cycle of dither and delay. There is underway right now yet 
another Senate inquiry into marriage equality, as if we haven't had enough, and actually it's due to report in a couple of weeks on February 13th. I wouldn't hold your breath, though, dear listener, I'm not expecting any earth-shattering results. Probably yet another round of deadlock and stalemate, mudslinging and accusations and no real progress at all. In other words, pretty much what we're used to these days in Australian politics. However, having said that, I'm delighted to say that there is some wonderful news from Australia to report from these last couple of months. Not on marriage, but on adoption rights. And that news is that, as of December, all Australian states now allow full adoption rights for same-sex couples. Yes, dear listener, all states in Australia, which is pretty momentous. Now, unfortunately, as you may have noticed, this historic news didn't really get much publicity in the media. In fact, virtually zero. But it's true, because on December 7th, the Upper House of South Australia approved an amendment to that state's Adoption Act allowing same-sex couples to adopt children. And with that, South Australia became the final state to achieve adoption equality. So a big hearty congratulations to all our listeners in South Australia. It's very, very exciting news. So that means that now all six states plus the ACT allow same-sex adoption. However, we don't quite have adoption equality nationwide yet because the Northern Territory doesn't allow it. All the states do and the ACT, but we just need the Northern Territory to come on board. And then we'll have covered the entire country. Let's hope it happens soon. But now that we're talking about adoption rights in Australia at this historic moment, let's take a minute to look back over the history of same-sex adoption rights here on this continent. The first state to allow full adoption by same-sex couples was Western Australia back in 2002. Then came the ACT in 2004. Then there was a six-year gap until New South Wales in 2010. Then Tasmania in 2013. And then suddenly, Victoria, Queensland and South Australia all did it in the space of one year, from December 2015 to December 2016. There's been this sudden flurry of activity on adoption rights over the last year or so which uh, was, I think, largely unexpected, but, of course, very, very welcome. The only question that remains now is what comes next? Nationwide adoption equality or nationwide marriage equality? In other words, what will come first? Will the Northern Territory allow same-sex adoption or will the Federal Parliament pass a marriage equality bill? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. But whatever happens, you know you'll be sure to hear about it right here on Reality Check. And actually, that brings us to the end of our LGBT news roundup for the last couple of months. It's been a fairly quiet time, really. Well, at least as far as LGBT rights go. Not so quiet, though, when it comes to making psychic predictions for 2017. So what have those great celebrity psychics been saying? According to those wise sages, what's in store for us over the coming 12 months? Who's going to live and who's going to die? To find out, stay tuned to Reality Check here on Joy 94.9. Joy 94.9 in Melbourne. Joy.org.au for the world. Yo que esperado tanto, apágame Este fuego, fuego, con tus labios me quemo, quemo Hasta las sábanas las prendemos Mira lo bien que nos entendemos cuando lo hacemos Quiero, quiero, que de la cama pasemos al cielo Y no te vayas por... 
Bonjour, c'est Tina René et vous écoutez La Joie 94.9. Welcome back to Reality Check. I'm Tony Pittman and the station is Joy 94.9. And the song you just heard there was Fuego by Colombian singer Juanes. And that's a Colombian song from 2016, which is appropriate because in 2016, Colombia was the only country in the world to achieve marriage equality, which may or may not be relevant to our predictions from last year, but we'll find out soon enough because we move now into the part of the show where we undertake a skeptical analysis of a subject related to pseudoscience or the paranormal. And today we're firmly in the realm of the paranormal as we tap into our supernatural powers to predict what's going to happen in the year ahead. And check out what the professional psychics themselves are saying. Yes, dear listener, it's the annual Reality Check Psychic Predictions Show. And let's begin by taking a look at what the world's greatest psychics are predicting. And also, how they did in their predictions for last year, 2016. And, well, it probably comes as no surprise to learn that they went terribly, as usual. Well, at least they went terribly in the more unusual or surprising predictions that they made for 2016. Of course, most psychics know that their chances are terrible, so they just make vague, almost meaningless predictions that can be applied to virtually any situation. And then they happily claim them as hits at the end of the year. Or they just predict things that happen all the time. Always a good strategy, that one. For example, last year, British psychic Craig Hamilton Parker predicted, quote, A world-famous building is struck by lightning and severely damaged. Then, in his own end-of-year analysis, he gave himself 10 out of 10 for that prediction. Do you know why, dear listener? Do you remember a world-famous building being damaged by lightning? No, me neither. But apparently on July 26, someone captured video footage of the Empire State Building being struck by lightning. Oh, wow. Congratulations, Craig. What an amazing prediction. 10 out of 10 for that one. Absolutely. Yeah, if you conveniently ignore the fact that in your prediction you said the building would be, quote, severely damaged, and actually the Empire State Building wasn't damaged at all. In fact, the Empire State Building is struck by lightning on average 23 times a year. That's about once every two weeks. And it's never damaged because it's designed to handle lightning strikes. But don't worry about those details, Craig. You go ahead. Give yourself 10 out of 10. Your fans won't care. In fact, in all probability, they won't even notice. So, if you're a professional psychic, you can make vague predictions. Or you can predict things that happen all the time. Or you can use the approach of our favorite psychic here on Reality Check, Psychic Nikki. She uses a kind of scattergun approach, making so many predictions each year, normally over 500, yes, literally 500, so many that some of them have surely got to come true. And one of her really smart tricks is to include a long list of names of celebrities in her health watch section. And if any of those people die or get sick, she claims it as a hit. In fact, Nikki's so smart that in her list she includes about 200 celebrities, the vast majority of them quite elderly and with one foot already in the grave. For example, at the top of her webpage, right now, if you take a look, the first thing Nikki proudly proclaims is that 
In 2016, she predicted the death of Zsa Zsa Gabor. Yes, dear listener, Zsa Zsa Gabor, who was only 99 years old. Now, how could Nikki have possibly predicted such an unlikely event? Unbelievable! Of course, it does help that Nikki's been predicting Zsa Zsa's death every year since 2003. That's 14 years in a row. But really, who cares about these minor details? Because this is really useful for Nikki's publicity. It makes her look like a successful, insightful psychic. For example, let's have a listen to Nikki being introduced a few weeks ago on breakfast television in Toronto. Here's how the presenters introduced Psychic Nikki. Well, last year, she predicted the Brad and Angelina split, Kim Kardashian robbery, as well as the passing of Fidel Castro. And here to tell us her latest predictions for 2017, please welcome Psychic Nikki! It's so interesting. Happy New Year last week. Did you catch that, dear listener? Apparently, in 2016, Nikki predicted the Brad and Angelina split, the Kim Kardashian robbery in Paris, and the passing of Fidel Castro. Amazing, isn't it? She is so good at this. She is really powerful. Well, let's just have a little look at those predictions in a bit more detail. Now, the passing of Fidel Castro, for example. Nikki happily takes credit for that prediction. But what those hard-hitting presenters at Toronto Breakfast Television neglected to mention was that, well, just like she'd done with Zsa Zsa Gabor, Nikki has actually been predicting Fidel Castro's death every year since 2003. 14 years running. And finally, in 2016, she got it right, when Fidel died at the age of 90. And in fact, Nikki's exact prediction for 2016 goes like this. Quote, The United States will take over Cuba when Fidel Castro passes. Huh, so I guess she was half right. She got the bit about Fidel passing correct. Well, eventually, after 14 years. But uh, the bit about the US taking over Cuba, well, anyway, I mean, why worry about all those details when you can go on morning television and happily claim that you predicted Fidel Castro's death and have people applaud you live on TV? I mean, why turn down an opportunity like that? Now, as for Nikki's other two 2016 predictions that they mentioned in that clip, the Brangelina split and the Kardashian robbery, well, once again, it's not quite as straightforward as it sounded on that breakfast TV show. Because what Nikki actually said in 2016 was, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie could split could split. Hmm, well, they did actually split, so I guess that's a hit. It probably is also a hit even if they didn't, given that she used the word could. And also, Nikki predicted the exact same thing in 2010, 2014, and 2015. And she finally got it right in 2016. Now, as for the Kardashian robbery, well, I had a close look through Nikki's 2016 predictions, and all I could find was this. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West could have another child, either their own or adopted, named Crystal South. And that's it. She never actually mentioned a robbery, but, uh, well, I mean, she mentioned the name Kardashian, so, I mean, what more do you need? Why be so nitpicky? Let's just call it a hit and be done with it. Oh, and of course, let's mention it on national breakfast television as well. 
I mean, that can't hurt, can it? More ratings for the Toronto Breakfast Show and more publicity for Nikki. Everyone's a winner. All right, well, enough about what the psychics predicted for 2016. That's old news. What are they predicting for 2017? That's what we really need to know. And, well, I hate to say it, dear listener, but I read through pages and pages of psychic predictions in preparation for today's show. And how can I put this? They're not exactly earth-shattering. In fact, the vast, vast majority of them are completely banal and, frankly, pathetic. I mean, you just want to grab a psychic and ask them, is that the best you can do? Really? I mean, if you really had psychic powers, couldn't you predict something a little more specific or useful or even interesting? Here are some examples of what I mean. Here are a couple from the American psychic, Sidney Friedman. The color purple becomes popular in food and in the serving of food in restaurants. The numbers 2, 8, and 11 are significant this year. You see what I mean? Completely banal. Here's one from American psychic, Jean Mayle. Angels showing themselves to people. That's it. That's her prediction. Sure, Jean, why not? Angels showing themselves. Hmm, yeah. Now, here's an interesting one from Australian psychic Kerry Irwin. She says, quote, Continual land changes due to the ozone effect worldwide, with extreme weather conditions such as fire and earthquakes in America and Japan. End quote. First of all, what is the ozone effect? I looked it up. It's not actually a thing. Secondly, if it's something presumably in the atmosphere, how could that cause land changes? I'm not really sure. And finally, why do psychics always describe earthquakes as weather conditions? Oh, it drives me crazy. Earthquakes are not a form of weather. <sighs> Anyway, let's move to our next example. This one from the amazing American psychic, Tana Hoy. The results of the 2016 elections will bring changes to American politics. Not only will the silent voices start being heard, but new silent voices will also rise. It will no longer be immigrants, gays and lesbians, or women who are demanding to be heard. But we will also see members of the establishment raising their voices to express different concerns and motivations. End quote. Wow, profound, isn't it? Members of the establishment will raise their voices. <laughs> Who would have thought? I mean, clearly compelling evidence of his psychic powers. I mean, how else would he be able to make such cogent and enlightening predictions? Finally, here's one from the man who calls himself Australia's leading psychic, Milton Black. Now, Milton's been around a long time, since the 1970s, in fact. So you'd think he would have fine-tuned his predictive skills by now, popping them out with laser precision. Yeah, or maybe not. Let's have a listen to just the first sentence of his predictions for the coming year. Throughout 2017, the world will be exposed to many mind-blowing and surprising political crises and economic transformations due to the influence of a number of very attention-grabbing planetary aspects prompting major events throughout the year. End quote. And, dear listener, his psychic predictions for 2017 go on and on like that for several pages. 
all long sentences with lots of commas, dense text full of vague generalizations with no specific detail. It's completely vapid, trite, and excruciatingly tedious. But thank God we've got Psychic Nikki, because say what you will about Dearest Nikki and all her hundreds of predictions, at least for some of them she's prepared to go out on a limb and predict things that are at least surprising, if not completely bizarre. Which, frankly, after reading all those other psychics and their infuriatingly vague and banal prognostications, well, coming back to Nikki is like a breath of fresh air. Now, here are a few of her most interesting predictions for 2017. A movie star will be killed by a shark. Now, that could happen. It's possible. Well, if it does happen, I hope it's like someone like Mel Gibson or Adam Sandler and, and not someone like, like Keanu. Oh, God. Oh, please. Please let it not be Keanu. Please, God, take Mel, not Keanu. Please. Okay, let's move to the next prediction. A piranha fish escapes from a water tank and eats many people. Okay, a piranha fish. One fish. Now, given that piranha are actually only about 20 centimeters long and normally hunt in large schools, I can't imagine one little fish eating many people. But you never know. If Psychic Nikki foresaw that in a vision, well, who am I to doubt it? She continues. There will be a bamboo shortage in China. And... Pandas will start eating each other in China. Hmm, I guess those two are probably somehow related. Again, unlikely, but you never know. She also predicts, Cows will start to disappear in the Swiss Alps, leading to a chocolate shortage. Okay, I'm not really sure how that one works. I guess it's like one of those Milka commercials where the cows are just wandering through the Swiss Alps, swinging their cowbells, and then if they all disappear, I guess there's no chocolate because they can't import milk from other countries. Anyway, I'm not really sure of that one. Her next prediction is... A beloved male singer turns out to be a woman. Wow. Who could it be? Phil Collins, maybe? Oh, maybe Meatloaf. Anyway, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And finally, my favorite prediction from Psychic Nikki for 2017. A dog with glasses will become a school teacher. <laughs> right. Sure, why not? I mean, seriously, why not? If Donald Trump can become president, why shouldn't a dog with glasses become a schoolteacher? And, I mean, why not make it a talking dog? I've seen that on TV. Look, Nikki, if you're going to go out on a limb, you might as well go all the way. A talking dog with glasses becomes a schoolteacher. Why not? If you get that right in 2017, you'll get a lot of credibility, that's for sure. Anyway, that's enough of the celebrity psychics and their, frankly, bogus predictions. I mean, who really believes that stuff? But let's move on now to some real psychic predictions, the official reality check predictions for 2017. And let's start, as we usually do, by checking out how we went with our predictions for 2016. And first, let's have a look at our marriage equality predictions. And back in our first show of last year, I predicted that the next three countries to achieve marriage equality would be Colombia, 
Taiwan and Switzerland. Well, guess what? On April 7th, 2016, Colombia achieved full marriage equality. So that's a hit, a clear, unambiguous hit. So, so far, so good. Now, as for Taiwan, well, as we mentioned in our news section today, marriage equality is moving ahead there, but it's not quite a reality yet. So, unfortunately, a miss with Taiwan, but a near miss, I'd have to say. And as for Switzerland, well, there was some chatter there, but nothing actually happened, unfortunately. So another miss there, giving me a total of one out of three. Not bad, 33%. And to be fair, it's actually pretty good because Colombia was in fact the only country to achieve marriage equality in 2016. And we predicted it. So extra points for that, surely. Now, let's move to our celebrity death predictions. And last year, I predicted the deaths of Vladimir Putin, Senator Cory Bernardi, and Dr. Oz. And technically, none of those celebrities actually died. However, they all seem to have hit their peak, meaning that it's all downhill from here, meaning that all three of them are basically entering into a kind of death spiral. So I can't say those predictions were entirely wrong, just a little premature, that's all. I mean, all three of them will die eventually, and they're already well on their way. So, technically this year, I guess we got zero out of three for our celebrity death predictions. Not exactly the result we were hoping for, but of course that won't stop us from making a round of fresh predictions for the year ahead, 2017. So let's do that now and let's start once again with marriage predictions. Now, let me consult my spirit guides and see what they're saying. Well, you know, I could cheat and say Finland because actually same-sex weddings will begin in Finland in just a few weeks on March 1st, but that's already a certainty. It's just a law that's coming into effect. So no, I'm not going to take the easy route and predict something that's already a foregone conclusion even though most professional psychics would. No, I'm going to keep the moral high ground. I'm going to consult my spirit guides and make some serious predictions. So, let's see. 2017. Could it be Australia? Nope. Nope. I've been burnt too many times with that one. What about Germany? Well, they have federal elections there in September. And once Angela Merkel goes, they will surely get marriage equality soon after. But no, I'm not going to go with Germany. No, I'm going to predict that the next three countries to achieve marriage equality will be Taiwan, Switzerland, and Chile. And all three will come about through acts of the legislature. All right, that's my prediction. So I'm sticking with two I had last year, Taiwan and Switzerland and adding Chile. So all three locked in for 2017. Let's see what happens. Now, as for the celebrity death predictions, well, let me just relax here for a moment, clear my mind, open myself to communication with the spirit guides, and... Oh my God, I'm getting... I'm getting David Miscavige Andrew Wakefield and Pauline Hansen will all die in terrible, tragic, freak accidents in 2017. The great leader of the Scientologists, David Miscavige, will be speaking at a big gala black tie Scientology event when suddenly an electric lighting cable will snap swing down and wrap around his head, sending 10,000 volts surging through his convulsing, twitching body. 
Both John Travolta and Tom Cruise will rush forward and fight over who's going to give him mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. But alas, it will all be for naught. The great leader will never wake up again. Andrew Wakefield will be out and about promoting his quote-unquote documentary, Vaxxed at a cinema in Kansas, when suddenly a tornado will strike, tearing the venue into pieces and killing dozens of people, including Dr. Wake... Sorry, including former Dr. Wakefield himself. His body will be found in several pieces strewn across the nearby cornfields. Such a terrible loss to the community. Finally, Pauline Hansen will be frying up a delicious serving of fish and chips in her lovely shop in Ipswich. She'll accidentally slip and, yes, you guessed it, she'll fall headfirst into the deep fryer. She'll flail around for a few seconds, but the sides will be just too slippery. Then she'll sink beneath the bubbling oil. Her body will only be found hours later looking like some charred, overcooked piece of flake. Many admirers will say it was an appropriate ending for a woman who devoted her life to preparing such delicious fried fish. (sighs) I'm sorry if I alarm you, dear listener, with any of these terrifying predictions. I I wish... I could say that they're not true, but that's what the spirit guides are telling me. So that's the reality here on Reality Check. Anyway, that's our celebrity death prediction. But actually this year, 2017, I do want to make one more prediction. Because, well, 2017 is an exceptional year. It's the first year of the presidency of the man who is undoubtedly the worst U.S. president in living memory, Donald Trump. And I want to go out on a limb here and make another reality check prediction, this time about Donald Trump. Because watching Donald Trump's rise to power over the last year or so, I noticed something that's really familiar to skeptics. He offers simplistic solutions to complex problems. Now, as skeptics, where have we heard that before? Where have we heard charlatans offering simple solutions to complex problems? Oh yeah, I remember all those practitioners of alternative medicine. They do exactly the same thing. Got cancer? Why go through all that painful surgery and that nauseating chemotherapy or radiation therapy when you could just take homeopathy? No pain, no side effects. What an attractive solution. Got HIV? Why take all those complicated synthetic antiretroviral pharmaceuticals with all their sickening side effects when you could just treat yourself with garlic and lemon juice and olive oil? So in this way, Donald Trump reminds me very much of an alternative medicine practitioner. He too pretends to have simple solutions to extremely complex problems. And just like with alternative medicine, his simplistic formulas are very attractive to a lot of people. The problem is, of course, they don't work. Homeopathy does not cure cancer. Olive oil does not cure HIV. Those solutions are not based in reality. They're based on wishful thinking which is another similar trait I've noticed in many of the interviews I've heard with supporters of Donald Trump. A lot of what they say sounds very much like wishful thinking, the kind of wishful thinking that makes people believe what they want to be the truth, even when it's contrary to the facts. Here's an example of what I mean. This is a clip from an American podcast called Reveal. Here's a a man, a Trump supporter, talking to a woman, a Clinton supporter. Have a listen to what he says. 
because of you. You have such passion for Trump. And I'm very, I very... I believe you. I'm very, very I serious. I believe you. I believe okay. you. Okay. I know if Trump wins, you're going to be in a better place. Yeah. I believe that in my heart. I, I really do. I accept whatever happens. Just know that you're going to be better off. I'm telling you. I'm not wrong. I know I'm not wrong. You're going to be better off. I know I'm not wrong. You'll see. You'll be much better off under Trump. Just you wait and see. There's a certainty there that comes from wishful thinking. It kind of sounds to me like he's saying, just take your homeopathy. It'll work. I know it will. You just take it. You'll see. It'll cure you. Just you wait and see. Of course, when you have cancer, you need surgery and radiation and chemotherapy and all those difficult, painful procedures. They're horrible, but they're unavoidable. In the real world, you need solutions based on science and evidence, not on wishful thinking. So, here's my prediction for the next couple of years. Just like people who believe in alternative medicine always end up disappointed because those simplistic solutions don't work, I predict that with Donald Trump, it's all going to end up in a huge disappointment. Not only for those who opposed him, but for his supporters as well. He's made promises that he simply can't deliver. His simplistic solutions will not work. It's as simple as that, and he will surely end up disappointing his supporters. The only thing I hope is that as his plans begin to fail and things start to fall in a heap, he doesn't try to look for scapegoats, other people, and blame them for his failures then things could get into a very vicious cycle of blame and retribution. Let's hope that doesn't happen, and let's hope that Donald Trump somehow quietly leaves the world stage sometime soon, so we can get on with picking up the pieces and trying to set the world back in the right direction. And let's hope that that happens sooner rather than later. Fingers crossed. Now, dear listener, I don't want to leave you on a downer because I know any mention of Donald Trump is enough to depress any rational person. Well, any sentient being, really. So, to conclude our psychic predictions section and lift your spirits, I have a very special treat for you. We're going to go back to that video I played from Toronto Breakfast Television and you're going to hear, for the first time ever on Reality Check, Psychic Nikki speaking in her own voice and delivering a very exciting piece of news that we all need to hear. Have a listen. Either her or somebody new. <laughs> okay, and, and speaking of something new and big. Yes. Can we talk about your movie that's coming out? Oh, yes. The Red Maple Leaf. Mira Servino. Yes, Paul Servino, James Caan, Frank D'Angelo. Big <gasps> um, stars. Amanda Asante, Chris Christopherson, and Burt Reynolds. The movie's called? The Red Maple Leaf. And you're in it. I'm in it. How and fun! I'm helping the FBI find a child. And you're a psychic. Okay, perfect. And I'm I playing it. myself in it. Yeah. Excellent. I yes. predict so. that that movie is going to be coming out <laughs> in March and you will be in it in fabulous. I'm, I'm in Boom. it. You're done. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, New Year, to, year to, you. to you. Thank you for yes. your predictions. And of course, you can head to our website for more information. <gasps> can you believe it? Psychic Nikki is appearing in a movie. A real life movie. Well, a Canadian movie, but still a real movie. And what's more, she's appearing as herself, as Psychic Nikki. Are you as excited as I am, dear listener? Oh my god. So, The Red Maple Leaf is the name of the film, and it sounds like it's going to be just. Well, actually, I checked out the trailer online and, hmm, how can I put this? You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb again and make one final psychic prediction for 2017. And I predict that 
the red maple leaf is not going to set the world on fire. In fact, it'll be a huge flop and you'll never hear of it again after today. Which is so unfortunate for Psychic Nikki. But you never know, maybe her next movie will be a huge hit. Yeah, maybe. Fingers crossed. Anyway, that brings an end to our Psychic Predictions show for 2017. Let's listen to a song now, but before we do, if you'd like to send in a comment or a question on today's show or an idea for a future topic, please send us an email. The address is realitycheckedtony at gmail.com. You can also visit our webpage for past episodes of Reality Check. That's at realitycheckonline.blogspot.com.au. Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get into this week's movie review. All day, every day, Joy 94.9. On air and online at joy.org.au. Aloha, this is Tony Childs. You're listening to Australia's LGBTI radio station, Joy 94.9. Welcome back to Reality Check with me, Tony Pittman, on Joy 94.9. Also streaming live at joy.org.au and also available as a podcast to listen to anywhere in the world on your little pod. The song you just heard there was Moonlighting by Al Jarreau, a hit back in 1987, exactly 30 years ago. And of course, the theme song from the 80s TV series, Moonlighting. And speaking of Moonlight, it's movie review time here on Reality Check. And the movie up for review today is the Oscar-nominated American film, Moonlight. Nothing to do with the 80s TV show, actually, but it gives me a good excuse to play the song. Anyway, Moonlight tells the story of Chiron, an African-American growing up with his drug-addicted mother in a tough, impoverished neighborhood of Miami. And it follows Chiron's story at three points in his life, as a boy, then a teenager, then as a hardened man. In particular, it follows his relationship with another boy, Kevin, who's his best friend as a kid and a teenager. Then he goes back to visit Kevin as an adult, leading to the dramatic climax of the film. Now, Moonlight has received rave reviews. It's got a score of 99% on Metacritic, 98% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's been nominated for eight Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay. And I have to say... I completely agree with the critics on this one. I think it's one of the best films of the last few years. And I really hope it wins quite a few Oscars. Which would be exceptional, really, because a gay-themed movie with an all-black cast set in the slums of Miami is not the type of film that normally wins Oscars. But I hope Moonlight does. It really deserves to. And, well, I think there are several reasons why it deserves all the praise it's getting. First is the screenplay. It's very tightly written, focusing entirely on the central relationships of the film. There's nothing that feels baggy or extraneous or indulgent. Every scene, every line of dialogue is 
carefully crafted to serve the story. It's very well constructed. Secondly is the acting. It's really powerful, especially when you get to the final meeting of Kevin and Chiron as adults. I was on the edge of my seat, not from any action or danger, just from the really dramatic emotional performances. This is why I go to the cinema to watch drama, real adult drama. And that's what Moonlight delivers in spades. And I have to say, the three actors, including the kid, who play Chiron at the various stages of his life are all exceptional. Especially given that Chiron is a character of very few words. Most of the acting is done in the face and the eyes. With just a simple look, you can tell so much. Thirdly, there's the fact that the movie is very understated, never heavy-handed. It treats its audience as intelligent adults. It alludes to things without any wordy explanations. It's refreshing to watch a film like that. Then there's also just the whole ambience of the movie, that feeling that you get from the camera work, the sound design, the score. It's a work of art to watch the images on the screen and listen to the sounds as well. You're completely engulfed into Chiron's troubled world. And finally, there's the story itself. Not, not so much the plot, which is not particularly original, but the setting and the characters. I mean, when do we get to see a gay-themed drama set entirely in the African-American community? Not very often. So that's another reason why Moonlight is such a refreshing and interesting film. The originality of its characters and setting. So when you put all those things together, you just get a really fantastic movie. And I'm going to declare Moonlight an official reality check must-see film. It's the type of intelligent, powerful, adult drama that just doesn't come along often enough. My recommendation is go out and see it as soon as you get the chance. I don't think you'll regret it. Now, one final request, dear listener, before we finish the show. If you subscribe to the podcast through iTunes, please do leave us a review. This helps other people find the show. Thanks. And that brings us to the end of the 74th episode of Reality Check. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember to send any questions, comments or feedback to realitychecktony at gmail.com. Visit our website to subscribe to the podcast. That's at realitycheconline.blogspot.com.au. Have a great week and I'll be back with the next episode of Reality Check sometime in the coming weeks. See you then. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.